So, what do or what does a cell phone being placed in the wrong jacket and a talking picture frame that goes on a very late night rant have to do with one another? Well, on the surface, it would seem like nothing, considering both of those scenarios are entirely out of left field. But what they do have in common is that they are two very real life situations that happened to me, oddly enough. And when you think about it, or if you choose to think about it this way, both of them could be very interesting fodder for a horror story. What do you guys think? I'm actually asking because I want to hear what you guys think. So if you got a minute today, whenever you feel like it, call in and tell me your thoughts because I'd love to hear them. In any case, join me today on this edition of The Dark Narrative as we explore speculative fiction. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Dark Narrative. I'm your host, Kyle D. Garrett. Thank you for joining me today. It is officially November, and I don't know where you guys are at in the country or where you're listening from or in any other part of the world. I don't boast much of a uh, (laughs) broad listening audience, but wherever you are, first of all, hello. And second, I don't know what the weather is like or what the seasons are like where you're at right now. If you're in the Midwest or the East Coast, you're probably really cold right now or getting there. But I live in Southern California and it is actually finally, finally starting to look like fall and we're experiencing temperatures as low as, wait for it, 60 to 65 degrees, which if you are a Southern California, basically that means (laughs) sweater weather and the rest of the country's like, you guys are like total wimps and we are total wimps in Southern California. But uh, I digress. It looks like fall finally, and that makes me happy. So, anyways, again, welcome. And today we're going to talk a little bit about speculative fiction, which allows me to segue into the bizarre little um, stories or just little bits of story that I told you in the first segment. Um, When I asked the question, what does... What does a cell phone placed in the wrong jacket and a talking picture frame that goes on a late night rant have to do with one another? And again, on the surface, it sounds like nothing because they're just completely bizarre little circumstances or situations that you would never expect to happen to anybody. Well, they did happen to me and that's what they share in common. Um, on the face of things. And then of course I said they would make really great fodder for scary stories. But first, before I get into all that, I'll tell you the circumstances of each one. Uh, the first one, well, not the first one, the first one I'm going to tell you rather is the picture frame story. Now what happened there (laughs) has a bit of a backstory. So I'm going to try and boil it down as best I can. Okay, here we go. Uh, in 2002, I was a senior in high school and I 
this would obviously be before would be before I met the woman who is now my wife, the wonderful woman that I'm married to. And there was a girl I dated senior year. We felt crazy in love. We thought we were going to get married one day, but alas, we did not. And obviously for the better, because I'm married to my wonderful wife. And so for my birthday, this girl got me this uh, picture frame that you could record a message on and you know, you could play it over and over again at your leisure. And obviously I had a picture of the two of us in it and stuff like that. Very sweet, very cute. Well, anyway, fast forward towards the end of senior year, we've broken up. I'm pretty busted up over it because, you know, I was under the initial impression that one day we we're going to be married and happy. And, you know, I'm actually grateful it didn't work out. Not because she was like this horrible person. She wasn't, but she moved a thousand miles away. Long distance relationships. Glad we never had the chance to do that. Very glad. So anyways, after all that, I went through some other stuff, which I won't get into. So I was kind of a mess. And well, the initial message this girl recorded on the picture frame somehow got accidentally erased. So we tried to re-record it. And one time we tried to do it over the phone and it was silly. It was stupid. And it, it ended up being the last thing that got recorded on that picture frame. Well, I put all that stuff up at the top of my closet after it all went down. And one night I'm dead asleep, fast asleep. And all of a sudden this picture frame roars to life. And the last message that was recorded plays over and over and over again. It was like a taunt. And I don't know if you've ever had circumstances where a dream just made you just shoot up awake in your bed. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Cold sweat and everything, heart pounding, adrenaline surging. And I just ran to the closet, ripped the thing out, yanked the batteries out. And I'm standing there panting like a madman, like somebody just tried to break into my house. It was pretty terrifying. I look back on it now and laugh, but it was scary at the time. So that's one of the scenarios that I presented in the first segment. Okay, the second story, the cell phone placed in the wrong jacket, the mystery phone, if you will, we can just use that as a tentative title. Um, last year, about April, I was going to this annual work event with my wife. My wife works um, uh, in insurance and there's this annual event with this company they work with. And it's always a murder mystery, very corny, very silly, always fun at this Italian restaurant in Southern California near where we live. And, um, so we go to the, we're getting ready actually to go to this event and I decide to bust out this leather jacket. I haven't worn in a while. My wife bought it for me, uh, the year we got engaged. And so I'm putting this thing on. And as I'm kind of patting it down while I'm wearing it, getting a feel for it, I haven't worn it in a while, I feel something in the inside left breast pocket. Yes, I remember it that specifically because it was that random. Didn't feel like a piece of paper or old receipt or old ticket or something. It was solid. And I could tell just by feeling it that it was a phone or some sort of device. So I reach in my pocket and pull it out and it's a Blackberry smartphone and I'm tripping out and I have no idea how it got there and I'm showing it to my wife and we're both kind of spooked 
because we were wondering where in the hell this thing came from. So, decide to leave the phone at the house. To be perfectly honest, I was a little paranoid because I'm thinking, where did this phone come from? So, we go to the event and I'm telling some of the people about it, including my dad, because my, my wife works with my dad. And I'm telling him the story of the phone. And he thinks, or he knows, he claims, where it came from and knows the entire story behind it, which I will now tell you. First, I was kind of hoping for something a little bit more, I don't know, mysterious, bizarre, strange. But then again, it's probably better that it wasn't the case uh, in that regard. But he goes on to tell me a story that happened about four years prior to that almost three and a half four years prior to that party at his house around christmas time i had come there from doing something for a friend and i hung my leather jacket on one of the dining chairs well apparently my jacket looked a very very similar to the jacket of another guy who i knew and he decided to slip his cell phone into the jacket pocket of the jacket he thought was his but was really mine and as it turns out he um he was freaking out because i my wife and i left and the jacket's gone the phone's gone and this guy's flipping out because he doesn't know where his phone is doesn't know what happened to it he's kind of just you know it has a lot of important work contacts and things like that on it and he even comes back the next day he's like did you guys find it etc Three and a half years later, mystery solved. I have the phone. And he was tripping out like, oh my gosh, dude, I can't believe this. You've had my phone all this time. I said, yeah, I know. I, it kind of surprised me too. So it was just a funny, you know, conclusion to the whole thing. And just again, as I stated in one of the first segments, completely out of left field. I mean, that kind of stuff doesn't happen. At least not that I know of. Not in the way that it happened to me, but it did happen. And I almost right away, just because of how my brain works, I almost started thinking about like what kind of story I could come up with just from that alone. I even told the guy who's, who, whose phone got accidentally slipped into my jacket. I said, I'm going to write a book around this whole premise. And he's like, do it. Well, I haven't done it yet, but hopefully sometime soon. I will do it. Okay. Now we are going to get into the whole speculative fiction uh, element of this episode. In this segment, we're going to talk about how to take two completely outlandish stories like the ones I just told you, which I promise... And I swear in my life, they are true. <clears throat> I don't think I can make either one of those up. And I'm good at making stuff up. Weird, crazy stuff. Um, but those are very two very true circumstances. Now, I want you to kind of take those circumstances and completely um, cut out the endings. Cut out the conclusions that I gave you in those stories. You think about the, the picture frame. The talking picture frame. Um, now, maybe in the in speculating about that sort of thing, 
let's just say maybe the picture frame originally didn't have that feature. The picture frame didn't have the feature of recording your voice and playing it back to you. Imagine that. This is how we speculate a certain story. Imagine if you woke up in the middle of the night and your picture frame or any one of the picture frames in your room or in your house was talking to you or saying something, maybe it was direct or indirect, but your picture frame started talking. I think it would freak you out. I mean, wouldn't it? It would freak me out. It did freak me out. And the, the picture frame had that feature of being able to record your voice and play it back and just add to that the emotional turmoil I was going through at the time, you know, it, it didn't help. Let's just put it that way. And in being in the middle of the night in a deep sleep, it was just a recipe for an epic freakout, which I, I honestly, I, I remember pretty vividly how I felt when that happened. And it, pardon my French, scared the shit out of me. I mean, oh man, I was, my heart was hammering so hard in my chest. And again, my circumstance is very different. It was a, <laughs> it was a, a picture from the recorded voice. Now, I, again, I want you to imagine. Maybe it's a similar feature. Maybe it's just your basic picture frame. I want to know where you would take a story or what kind of direction a story could go. If you woke up in the middle of the night and a picture frame or just a picture or, or a piece of art that was framed in your home started talking to you. Now, I want to hear what you guys have to say. Now, you may call in while I'm still on air. You may call in later. It doesn't matter. Call in anytime. If you're listening to this, I want to hear your thoughts on where this story, the direction this story could go. Whether it's a haunted picture frame or something in the picture frame, whatever. You use your imagination and you decide the direction that this story is going to go. Call in, tell me your thoughts. I definitely want to hear them. And I'll just wait to hear from you guys, whether it's today, tomorrow, or on down the line. I would love to hear your thoughts. All right, we're back. The Dark Narrative, Kyle D. Garrett here back again. And in the last segment, we were talking about... Uh, well, we were speculating, at least I was speculating. I don't know if anybody has uh, taken the time to speculate along with me. No Collins just yet, but uh, I'm, t I'm learning to be a patient man. <laughs> I know we all have things to do today. I'm just taking breaks in between um, jobs. I don't believe I have mentioned this. If you don't know me at all, you obviously won't know this about me, but I am a pool guy or a pool tech as they're now referred to to as if I don't even think that's how you end a sentence apparently I have a lot to learn if I'm going to write a book but um, I clean pools have have done so for the last 10 years very interesting very fascinating job I have my weirdest ideas while on the job and so yeah in between pools going to record a quick segment to see if I can get y'all to participate and sorry about that I just felt like talking like a southerner anyways the last segment, I said to call in your thoughts, your ideas, your 
um, how you would rather uh, end the picture frame story. Um, if you woke up in the middle of the night because you heard a voice, maybe you thought there was an intruder, and you look around and come to find out your picture frame or one of your picture frames is talking to you. Maybe it's a picture that you actually took or it's a piece of art or it's an empty picture frame. Ooh, that would be interesting now, wouldn't it? Empty picture frame talking to you. I'd be a little spooked. Um, now maybe it's just a basic picture frame or you have a picture frame where you can actually record uh, something and play it back as was the case with me. It was a gift to me from a girl I dated in high school and post breakup one late one night it was talking to me and taunting me or at least that's what it felt like <laughs> anyways so um, still would love to hear your thoughts on that if you listen to the last segment go ahead and call in your thoughts and hopefully I can include them before I make this all into one episode I would definitely love to include your thoughts and how you would end that story but moving on to the other crazy story mystery phone I found in my jacket pocket uh, from whence I did not know where it came um, turned out it belonged to a uh, work associate of my wife's and my dad's guy I know pretty cool guy and he four years later finally had the mystery solved for him now I want you to imagine obviously cutting off the resolution that came for me where I found out exactly where the phone came from and who it belonged to imagine going into your coat closet and busting out an old jacket. Maybe it's a leather jacket, maybe it's a sport coat, I don't know. Let's use our, our imagination like we do. Um, you find a jacket and you decide to put it back on because you are wondering how you looked in it. Maybe you uh, have lost weight, maybe it's just been a, been a long time since you wore it. So you wanna see how you look in it, if you still look good or if it was a terrible, terrible purchase choice you made back when you were younger and didn't have as much fashion sense. Um, so you put the jacket on. You're looking at yourself in the mirror, examining yourself, seeing if you still look good. But before you can come to a decision or conclusion, whether or not you still look good in the jacket, want to keep it or get rid of it, you feel something in one of the pockets. Maybe it is the pockets on either side um, where you would normally rest your hands or keep keys or various other things. Or maybe it's inside one of the breast pockets on the inside of the jacket. Now you reach in there and grab this thing and find a phone. Now maybe it's a smartphone, older smartphone since it's been a long time since you've worn the jacket. Then again, maybe it's been so long that the phone you find inside is an old flip phone or even older a brick phone who knows but you find a phone inside the jacket and you have no idea where it came from what do you do do you try and plug it in if you're able uh, charge it and see what's on there um, what do you do how does this story end for you where would you take this particular scenario if you were to write it down in story form Call in and tell me your thoughts. I would love to hear them. And I will see you guys in the next segment. Hey, Kyle. Torsten Kipton from the Be Afraid Podcast. If I found a phone in my jacket pocket in, a in an article of clothing I hadn't worn for a while, I think the most 
dangerous speculative fiction on that would be if it was an ex's cell phone, or at least looked like an ex's cell phone. It doesn't matter if uh, I strongly wanted to detach any sort of a relationship with that person, or uh, if we separated on good terms, because what happens next in my speculative fiction would be that it wasn't actually theirs. It was someone else's that was planted to look like theirs. And the passcode was something that I knew. I get in, and there's some information that sends me down a rabbit hole. And uh, I lose my actual mind. Hey, Torson. Thanks for calling in. Always appreciated. And I definitely enjoy your take on the mystery phone scenario and the direction you took it. Uh, a lot of intrigue there, a lot of dark and very frightening places that uh, that whole narrative you came up with could go, where the protagonist could go, kind of gave me some chills, and I actually was curious as to how it would end. So how about this? Maybe you and I make that an eventual collaborative effort. What do you think? Well, guys... It has been a long and interesting day. November 1st, we're uh, quickly heading into holiday territory, kind of kicked off by Halloween. Now, personally speaking, this is my personal preference, and it's actually the personal preference of a number of people. It has now come to a point, now this is in contrast to my preference, which I'll get to, it is now at the point now where people think that as soon as Halloween is done, November is here, November 1st, that you can start busting out the Christmas stuff, the Christmas music, and I say a loud and resounding, NO! <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't really tolerate it until after Thanksgiving. Let, let us have that holiday first and then, then, we can bust out the Christmas fair. It just, it doesn't feel right any other way. Well, that was my little brief rant before wrapping up this episode of the Dark Narrative Podcast. I want to say thank you for joining me. I'm closing it out right now just because I'm nearing the end of my workday. I have one last pool to get to, and I wanted to do this real quick. I want to say a very special thank you to uh, Torsen Kipton of the Be Afraid Podcast for calling in and uh, playing my little game. I apologize if I go off on tangents and ramble. Kind of new at this. Very long-winded guy, both on paper and apparently when I record stuff. So what can I say? It's just my nature. And I try to trim things up, or I'm going to try rather to trim things up just so that way I don't bore you guys. I really don't want to do that. But I hope any of you who are listening, I hope you enjoyed it. And by the way, Feel free to continue calling in your thoughts on how those two scenarios should play out. Finding the mystery phone in your old jacket pocket that you don't know where it came from or who it belongs to. Or waking up in the middle of the night and hearing a voice. Not a disembodied voice necessarily or an intruder, but a picture frame, no less, talking to you. Whether just a basic one or an electronic picture frame where you can record voice and playback. I'd like to still hear what your thoughts are or where you would take a story like that and how that would play out. I'd still be very interested 
to hear. So anyways, guys, happy November. We are really finally entering into the fall season, I believe. It feels like it comes later and later all the time, or at least that's what it feels like in Southern California, where I live. I'm just glad that it's finally cooled down and I can wear pants as opposed to shorts and occasionally throw on a light jacket. I, it's the small things in life, really, the simple things. And God cherish them. I definitely cherish those things. And I cherish you guys, all of you who listen. Thank you. And I will see you guys next time.